0: Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Um, Today is a special episode where we're going to talk about the state of the global workforce. Uh, This is from Gallup's 2023 report. Um, One quote that I just want to state from John Clifton, who's the CEO of Gallup. He says, what can leaders do today to potentially save the world? Gallup has found one clear answer, and that is, change the way your people are managed.
1: Travis, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited about this uh, episode. You know, this, this report came out a few weeks back and we've had some time to kind of take a look at it and and kind of uh, mine the gold out of it. The really important uh, pieces to the puzzle. You know, we were able, I put out a blog post a couple of weeks ago, kind of talking about a few of these things. Um, And I just really think that, uh, Some of the trends we're going to share today, some of the things coming out of this report, uh, most of them are probably not that surprising, but we cannot, um, we can't, we can't allow these kinds of things to go to the back of our mind. And so this report done by Gallup is done on an, on an international scale. Um, And some of these, some of these figures we're going to share with you, some of these, some of this information is done on an, on an international scale. And then also they have it broken down into country so when we talk about uh this report for the most part today we're going to talk about it from the perspective of north america so to our international audience sorry we're going to we're but we're going to focus on kind of where we're where we kind of have our uh lane of expertise and where we where we where we come from so we're really excited about jumping into this you know this is going to be a huge uh could be a huge uh huge information for anyone who's a business leader, manager, business owner to to learn from.
0: Yeah, Travis. So one of the first things that um, the insight that came out of is the State of the Workforce report was engagement levels. So this report really highlights that only 23% of employees are thriving and engaged while a staggering 59% are quietly disengaged and then 18% are actively disengaged. This shows that the majority of the global workforce is still experiencing some level of discontent about their job.
1: You know, here's something that's really important. This was pointed out to me by a friend of mine a couple of days ago over lunch was, you know, 23% of, of of the workforce is actively working and actively engaged. You know, the 50, percent in the middle, they're just kind of holding on, waiting to see what happens next. But 18 percent of the workforce, not as not just as disengaged, but they're actively working against the 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 goals of the company. They're actively working to be disengaged. I mean, they are they're they're walking in the doors with the effort to make sure that they do not uh, become engaged or help the company move forward. Uh, in any way, so we we see that it's very clear that there's a workplace exodus that is continuing to happen silently. You know, during uh, right after co- we're coming out of COVID, it was very, it was definitely very evident. Right, it was it was everything you saw in the news. People, you know, and companies were were much more vocal about it. But a lot of people are now saying, well, this is starting to calm down. But according to these trends, this exodus of is happening silently with employees being disengaged they're losing their passion for their job and that's where this whole phrase quiet quitting comes from it's not necessarily that they're they're leaving the job but their their efforts have now been reduced significantly to the point of let me do just enough not to get fired let me do just enough not to be on the radar in While this is happening silently, as far as it comes from the employees, the employers need to be sounding the alarm that this is an alarming statistic that has been trending this way negatively for many years, but it's continuing to trend uh, worse and worse each time this report's released. Yeah, so you must be
0: thinking listening employee engagement, and you probably heard this term before, but you're probably thinking, how do I do this? I'm so busy. This is so much going on in my organization or in, in my role that I'm in. Um, how do you do this? And it's this needs to be really at the top of your list. Your top priority is keeping your team engaged. And there's some different ways to do this, such as open communication. There's uh, providing these opportunities for growth and development. And on a day-to-day, it's just focusing, having that focus on your team Aside from the business, the financials, the operational constraints, what have you, it's truly engaging the team and keeping them at the focus of your organization.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for a lot of companies, they they want to use those catchy slogans, uh, you know, our, put our people first, you know, we want to, you know, our people are our product, you know, that's how we, that's, you know, that's how they want to be sold. But, you know as I, as we've talked about on this on the on our previous podcast you know there's a culture and then there's a culture as i like to say there's a culture of what's written on the walls and then there's a culture of what's actually going on in the organization and what i would challenge you to do the action to take that businesses and and owners need to take take action on is are you truly taking the time to engage your employees and one of the things I would say here is this: that doesn't necessarily just mean, hey, I'm make, I'm making sure I pay them, you know, market market fair market wages. That doesn't necessarily mean that you are uh, using pizza pizza parties on Fridays. I'm talking about: are you genuinely getting to know your employees to the point to where you know what challenges are going on in their lives? You know the the things that are holding them back. And we've talked about that extensively on our podcasts, you know, about, you know, being personable, knowing your people, creating those relationships where you can understand the things that are going on around you. When we talk about engagement, uh, too often the response of the employer that I'm working with or the, the manager I'm working with is, you know, oh, you know, I, 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 we adjusted our pay wages a few years ago and we're, we're paying market wages and you know we do we do a big party at Christmas and that and that you know that's how we take care of our people and I'm like that's that's great. But you know this workforce is now demanding that you be consistently engaged with them. So that means that's happening daily and that's taking the time to get to know your people and engage them on a personal level.
0: Yeah, and it it takes the little things to make a big impact. I remember there was a uh, a past leader that I had is when he showed up to work at eight a.m. The first stop was to turn off, turn on his lights at the office, drop off his keys, and his, and then he went on to where the employees were hanging out. He wanted to know what was going on for the day, how the team was doing, talk to everyone, say hello. And after about an hour or so, maybe sometimes longer, then he would start his uh, business of the day. So it, it just takes little, little, little things like that to do on a day-to-day basis. And so the next thing that, that Gallup found is, that they found was economic impact. And what this means is Gallup estimates that the low engagement levels in the workforce have cost the global economy a staggering $8.8 trillion, which amounts to 9% of the global GDP. And this highlights the significance of employee engagement
1: for a thriving economy. You know, when I first read this, you know, I, I often just think back to all those business owners out there who are who are struggling to make uh, their profit margins, and they're struggling to make make meet the expectations and that they that they have for their business. And it's crazy to believe that the you know the the global economy leaves eight you know eight point eight trillion dollars on the table every year because we refuse to take on the responsibility of taking care of our employees. Um, you know all the all the excuses in the world that you can put for not wanting to do certain things or not paying fair you know fair market wages and not engaging your employees, not taking the time to 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 find out that they're okay doing per, how they're doing personally. Uh, you know all that financial concern could be wiped away if we could even if reduce a, a percentage of this eight point eight trillion dollars and get it back into the companies. Think about how much more effective your business could be if all your employees were were, were walking in succinctly together and we're focused on uh, reaching the same goals together versus what we have to deal with now is this disengaged work group that's often has has you know a, a group of people all pulling in different directions that's how we get back that 8.8 trillion what a what a what a crazy amount of money is, is leading left on the table every year because we we really tr- decide not to engage our employees.
0: Yeah, so you're probably wondering what can I do to help with this, you know, reduce this eight, that $8.8 trillion that Travis was talking about. Um, so business leaders should recognize the economic impact of having disengaged employees and invest in strategies to improve employee engagement. And some ways that you can do this is really truly fostering a positive work environment. Of course, offering competitive pay and benefits packages is, is key to this, but also promoting employee well being through work life balance initiatives. Now, in today's world, and more than ever before, uh, there's been so much conversations on work life balance or life work balance, or um, uh, I heard this this term, you know, physical, spiritual, and mental well-being, is, um, you know, having more of a concern for the team, uh, and it goes truly a long way. And so the third item that we wanted to touch on is employee stress. And despite the aftermath of this COVID-19 pandemic a couple years ago, employee stress levels are extremely high, with about 44% of team members and employees within the U.S. experiencing high levels of stress. However, the report that we're talking about, the Gallup report, reveals that engaged employees report significantly lower levels of stress compared to their disengaged counterparts because they love their job so much, they enjoy what they're doing, and there's no stress that comes out from from the job. Of course, you know no job is is easy, but you know they don't have to worry about all this other stuff uh, in their work environment, and they can take care of their own self and worry about what they need to do
1: rather than uh, worried about their job. So here's the important insight for us here, Cameron, is that employee engagement acts as a buffer against distress and directly impacts their mental well-being. And we want people coming to work unstressed. You know, a lot of people who, who, who work in certain positions, honestly, they don't do well stressed. It's not, it's not good for them to be stressed. I mean, I had surgery a couple months back. I would not feel comfortable or I would not feel joy and happiness knowing that my, my surgeon came into the operating room that day extremely stressed. Uh, a, a, a forklift operator, uh, an excavator operator who's operating around uh, other people, you know, they can become distracted under the stress. So the stress doesn't just directly impact the person. It could impact the work environment and the safety of the work environment around us. You know, we all come from the aviation industry. And you can only imagine that the, the potential issues that could root out of a pilot being under too much stress. And here's another piece that you really have to think about is, you know, people are already coming to work potentially stressed. They have family, they have family troubles, they have children that are sick, they have children that are maybe challenging at home. They may be having problems with their spouse, whatever it may be. There's a high chance that most people are already walking into the workplace carrying a certain level of baggage of stress. Now, add in that they're not engaged in their work. Now, add in that they don't really care about what goes on in the workplace and in some cases are actively going against it. We, We are fighting a losing battle that is going to be almost impossible to win. So we want to become uh, we want to become people that are in favor of reducing stress on our employees anywhere possible. Yeah. So what are some ways that we can, as
0: leaders or those that are listening, what are some ways we can reduce that stress? Uh, you know, one of the things is to really offer uh, clear goals to your team and provide recognition to your team. Um, having forms of recognition, whatever that might be, you can get creative as you can. Um, But, uh, you know, I've found this myself is when you have programs and initiatives in place that foster really this employee recognition support setting clear goals. um, You alleviate that stress and improve the employees overall well being where they truly look forward to going to work every day, but not just that but putting their best foot forward, putting their 110 150% effort into what they do every day. Because as Travis said, you know, it's, it's a trend in today's world where individuals are starting to have that quiet quitting and where they're they're doing the bare minimum what they can just to get by. And so the next area that we wanted to talk about is the intent to leave. And this is the fourth item that we're talking about, intent to leave. So more than half of employees globally express some level of intention to leave their current jobs with 51% actively open to new opportunities. And this report also shows that disengaged employees are more likely to actively seek new jobs compared to the engaged employees.
1: I mean, this, this is pretty simple here. I mean, the insights here are pretty cut and dry. Disengagement breeds high turnover rates and organizations need to address the underlying issues before people continue to walk out the door. I mean, the reality is, is there, there are so many different things that, that go into this idea. You know, I I was speaking to a a business owner um, a couple of, a couple of days ago and we were, we were discussing uh, retention rates and we were, but we were also focusing in on new employees. And I, I told him, I said, you know, the retention rate with new employees has become more and more challenging because someone who is just maybe a couple of weeks onto the job, maybe a month into the job, they've been in job search mode. And the reality is is they don't really fear the idea of going back into job search mode because they just were in that mode. So the the turnover rates even higher. So so we we've been we, we've been discussing this idea of how much more we need to focus on our engagement with new employees, but then we look at how do we uh, how do we focus on top, the employees we currently have? So here are just a few things that uh, the report came up with that to be able to retain top talent business leaders, should it, what they should be doing. And it says they should prioritize the areas that employees desire improvement in, including engagement and culture, which was 41%. So 41% of people who were surveyed said employee engagement and the culture of the business mattered the most to them. Now listen to this. And this is important for, for a lot of people to understand, business leaders. 28% said pay and benefits. So for all you peop- all the people out there who have been thinking all this time that as long as I pay the best, I'm, go- I'm going to be able to retain, only 28% of, of the people surveyed actually said pay and benefits were their number one thing to keeping them retained as an employee. I know personally, I, I mean Cameron, you speak speak to this, is I mean I have in my in my life been willing to leave a job even though the money was higher to go somewhere else simply because the culture didn't fit. It's so important to understand that the culture and the engagement in that culture matters so much more than everything else. And this last, and, the, and 16% said their well-being, how they felt outside of work, how they felt inside the job, how it fitted into their, their well-being mattered. So by addressing these three areas, you can significantly reduce your turnover rates and create a more in- committed workforce just by focusing on your engagement and culture, your pay and benefits, and the well-being of your employees overall. You know, those are three major things, three quick takeaways that you could take. You could take only one one thing out of this podcast. I would say it's those three things.
0: So, yeah, Travis, it really just starts with culture. What culture are we trying to create in our work and work environments? And, you know, this is just not a leadership thing, too. This is even if you're a frontline employee, wherever you're at in your leadership journey, what are you doing to contribute to the culture of your team, department or organization? Um, of course, leaders. You know, those those that we're talking to leaders, employee engagement needs to be a number one priority. Everything else is going to take care of itself once you focus on your people. For the contributor out there, you know, focus on how you can contribute to your team and culture. So if you wanted to take a look at the, the workplace report and the, to, you know, state of the workforce that Gallup came out with. It's in the podcast description on whichever podcast streaming platform that you're listening to. Uh, before we wrap up, any other closing comments, Travis?
1: No, I'd just say that if this is something that you are now, you're, you're you're kind of reviewing this and you've been listening to us talk for the last few minutes and you're like, you know, these are some of the things we need to address within our own entity, our own company, um, within my, within whatever it may be. I'd say you know if, if if you need someone to to walk through this with, you need someone to kind of coach you through the process. That's why we're here. Uh, that's why TC Advisory exists. Um, this would be some so it would be something that me or Cameron or both of us would be happy to to coach you through, walk you through. Um, we we you know I've been able to help uh, co- you know multiple companies uh, successfully navigate some challenging situations be- during during difficult times. So. We'd be happy to help you through this process and uh, we, we'd be happy to, to be able to add value to your company in this way. All right. Well, uh, if you want
0: to connect with us, you can connect with us at tcadvisorygroup.com. Um, that's where you can connect with us on social media. You can also send us an email at info at com. Again, it's info at tcadvisorygroup.com. If something stood out to you, feel free to send us an email. And uh, also, feel free to give us a rating on whichever platform that you're listening to uh, for this episode. Uh, Give us a rating, and that would be greatly helpful. And uh, thank you for listening to the podcast, and we hope we added value to you wherever you're at in your leadership journey. And um, thank you. We really hope you enjoyed the podcast as we reflected on Gallup State of the Global Workplace Report. Uh, You can check that out, a copy of that report, in the podcast description or simply Google search Gallup State of the Global Workplace. Really hope this added value to your leadership wherever you're at in your career and leadership journey. And if you would like to connect with us, you can go to our website, tcadvisorygroup.com. Feel free to also give a rating on the podcast and provide any feedback that you can to us. And you can also email us at info at Thank you so much again for tuning in and catch us on the next
1: podcast episode.